the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So just this morning, House Oversight Committee Chair uh, James Comer fired off a letter to the National Archivist requesting travel records and related documents from Joe Biden's time as vice president. What do you think he wants to see? Ooh, he wants to see the flight manifest from Air Force Two. All the times that Hunter Biden accompanied Joe Biden on foreign travel. Last week, Fox reported that Hunter Biden, they had video. This is the this is the problematic thing about a vice president traveling to foreign countries is that there's always a bothersome camera that shows up to greet the vice president when he hits the tarmac. And in the background of many of these videos, 15 of them, is one Hunter Biden. Now, James Comer also wants to know, uh, did Devin Archer make any trips on Air Force Two? Did any other Biden family members make trips on Air Force Two, like uh, business associates, maybe Eric Schwerin, Jeffrey Cooper? This could get very, very interesting, could it not? Yes, it could. We know that Hunter Biden went went with Joe Biden to China. On Air Force Two. And again, Joe says, never discuss business. But oddly enough, on that trip, Joe Biden also met with one of Hunter Biden's future Chinese business partners. Wow, that's a merry coincidence of all the people that Joe Biden might meet meet with while he's in China. One of them just happened to go into business with Hunter Biden later on. Shocker. Not a shred of evidence, though. Remember, that's what uh, Jamie Raskin House uh, or House Oversight Minority Leader says. Now, Comer also asked for any documents concerning security incidents on Air Force Two or Marine Two during Biden's Biden's vice presidency. What could that involve? Would a security incident involve? Oh, I don't know. A crack cocaine addict having cocaine on his person, or perhaps ingesting cocaine. While he's on Air Force Two, I would I would classify that as a security incident. Just spitballing here. Or mainlining, whatever the case may be. Now, Comer sent a letter to the archivist two weeks ago in which he requested copies of all drafts of Biden's speech about Ukraine on December the 9th, 2015, when Biden first called out the supposed public corruption in Ukraine. This is the nasty thing about being a crook while also serving as an elected official to a high office like vice president, is that they not only keep a record of what you said in your speech, they keep drafts of your speech. What was added? What was taken out? What was fine-tuned? Comer must be... This is the thing. You don't ask for that unless you probably already know what you're looking for, right? Now, the... Letter today also sought unrestricted special access 
to a document entitled Email Messages to and or from Vice President Biden and Hunter Biden related to Burisma and Ukraine. Now, that document is already available on the National Archives website, but it looks like somebody broke a Sharpie on top of it because it's heavily redacted. Comer wants the unredacted document. This is about a call Biden had with the then president of Ukraine, Petro Poroshenko, which I'm sure there's a great explanation for this. I'm sure. Let's let's examine the level of explanation for the fact that, number one, Joe Biden summarized the call in an email under one of his pseudonyms. What are they? Robert L. Peters, uh, Robin Ware. How <laughs> he come up with these names? J.R.B. Ware. Hi, I'd like, nice to meet you. What's your name? My name's J.R.B. Ware. J.R.B. Ware? What? No, no, J.R.B. Ware. That's goofy, right? It's like the pilot of the airliner that crashed, and his name, the TV commentator said, was We Too Low. No, you should have probably cast a eyebrow askance at the pilot's name being We Too Low on a plane that crashed. Likewise, if you're sending out emails as Vice President of the United States under the nom de plume, J.R. Beware. <laughs> oh, man, these guys are such idiots. Anyway, why would Biden summarize a call with the Ukrainian president about corruption in Ukraine under a pseudonym? That's a, that's a question worth asking. Why would he also forward that email to Hunter Biden? That's another question worth asking. There are a lot of questions worth asking of Joe Biden. Is anybody asking them? No. Nobody is asking them. You know why nobody's asking them? Because they're keeping Joe Biden hidden. Which, again, we are so much like the frog being boiled in the pot. Do you realize? Do you realize that Joe Biden has never answered a question about why did you have three pseudonyms as vice president? What did you say at the business meetings? Oh, I know what his aides say he said at the business meetings with oligarchs. Why can't Biden answer that question himself? How about he answers questions about, you know, you said you never discussed your son's foreign business dealings. And we obviously know you did because Devin Archer says you did. How about you answer your denial in a presidential debate that neither you nor your son ever got one cent from China, that the only people who got rich off China was Donald Trump. We know that's a lie from Hunter Biden's own sworn court testimony. How about Joe Biden answer that question? How about he answer a question about why, if, as he says all the time, I love my son, He's never, ever been asked, if you loved your son, did you think it was such a great idea that a crack cocaine addict would have access to millions of dollars from foreign actors, including an $86,000 a month salary from the company that you were supposedly interested in investigating for corruption? Joe Biden's never answered that question. It's utterly amazing. Yet, when 77% of Americans say that Joe Biden is too old to serve 
as president, what is the response that they give to that? How do they hold that at arm's length? I'll tell you how they hold it at arm's length. They have Corinne Jean-Pierre say that well, all you have to do is uh, is look at all the things that he has done. Now, keep in mind, the question is, what do you say to the American people who think Joe Biden is too old to serve a second term as vice president? Here's her answer. What he's done in the last two years, this is a president has had a historic administration in just two years. If you look at the 13.5. I'm a stopper because nobody cares what he's done in the past. The question is, he's too old to serve in the future. Nobody's saying he's too old to be president in the past. I thought he was too. But anyway, the answer is, why is he not too old to serve now? If you watch him, if you've seen what he's done in the last two years, this is a president has had a historic administration. I've watched him the last two years. I watched him fall off a bike. I watched him trip over a sandbag. I listened to him the other day at the White House when he was muttering nonsensically about the shooting in Jacksonville. Does this sound like a guy who's with it? And so we have to act against this heat fuel violence and this all what's happening. There. By the way, almost five years to the day that five young blacks were killed in Jacksonville five years earlier. You can't understand him. I can't understand him. It's the middle of the day. By the way, he said, oh, it's five years to the day from five other young blacks were killed at a a toy store. No, no. One black, one white were killed at a video game tournament. Not at a toy store, not at a kid's store, not at a candy store, not with green eggs and ham, Sam I am. Like he continues to make up utter nonsense. He doesn't answer any questions about that. He hasn't been asked any questions about, why were you talking about your cat and your Corvette in Maui? Why do you keep saying your son Bo died in action when he didn't? This is an American president. When's the last time he faced questions at a press conference? Was it a year, two years ago? And he stood out there and he embarrassed himself? Just like he's embarrassing us every day. So it hit me yesterday when I was listening to that clip of Biden just wrongly and just haltingly, I guess is the word. I'm trying to be kind. Talking about the Jacksonville shooting uh, by a white supremacist. And he's at the White House and he's got Al Sharpton sitting on his right, nodding reflexively to everything Biden says. And I looked up the details on this, and as I said in the last segment, he's totally wrong on all of this. He's likening likening it to something that happened five years ago, which didn't happen. There was a shooting in the Jacksonville area five years ago, but it was at a video game tournament. There was one white person and one black person killed. It was not five young black people. (laughs) And, and, And Biden just says this stuff, and the media never calls him on it. But again, that's an aside. I'm just going to ask you to listen to this again. And tell me this is, in the middle of a day, a man who is capable of being president. Let's just keep it on the the term that he has. For the remainder of his term. Does he sound like a man who's capable of being president for the rest of his term in this clip? And so we have to act against this hate-fueled violence. And this is all what's happening. By the way, almost five years 
to the day that five young blacks were killed Wrong. in Jacksonville five years earlier at, the, at, a, at a gun not a gun shop, a, a store there doing a, um, kids' toys. Nope, you know. video game tournament. Um, and uh, but, you know, and we have to speak out that uh, there's a whole group of extreme people trying to erase history. Nope. Trying to walk away from it. I mean, the idea that we're sitting here, I never thought that I'd be president, let alone be president, and having a discussion on why books are being banned. They're not being banned. In American schools. And, uh, and our administration, we're going to continue to march forward. Jobs and freedom that uh, we've worked so hard for. No. No books are being banned. You can order them on Amazon. They're not banned. They'll bring them right to your door. They're not banned. Age appropriate? Yeah, we're debating that. Are movies banned? Are X-rated movies banned? No, they're not. Can't watch them if you're a kid because they're not age appropriate. Although you can watch them on your phone. That's another matter. Uh, But just does he sound capable of being president? Now, Victor Davis Hanson, who's somewhere around Biden's age, but is like exponentially smarter than Joe Biden, uh, makes an interesting point here about the rate at which Biden's cognitive failures appear to be escalating. He's failing at a geometric, not arithmetic rate. And I think what I mean by that is each week, it's not just seven days worse, it's 21 days worse. And there's three things going on with him. One is, I don't know if it's congestive heart. I'm not a doctor, obviously, and shouldn't even be speculating, but he he slurs his words, so his delivery is incomprehensible. And that's separate from the cognitive problems where he rambles or he can't read off a teleprompter or he goes into wild thing. But the third is even more disturbing, and that is he has lost all of the veneer or the breaks that most people have that when they have an impulse to speak, then they don't speak because they have some social awareness. So whether it was you ain't black or you're a junkie or a stupid question or the out and out lies, you know, when he tells people who've lost children or sons in Afghanistan that his son died in Iraq. But just just in that context, he said also, as I remember, because I watched the clip, that he talked Strom Thurmond into voting for the Civil Rights Act. Well, that has to refer to 1964 or maybe the Fair Housing Act of 65. And Strom Thurmond voted against it. And Joe Biden was, I think, 21 or 22. This is what happens to old people, right? They have pieces and parts of a recollection from somewhere, and they put that puzzle piece with another puzzle piece from like five, ten years later, And, you know, it's okay when it's Grandpa, Grandma, Uncle Bill. They can't really hurt anybody. They'll shuffle back to the bedroom or sit in their chair and watch Jeopardy. Okay. Different deal when it's the President of the United States. This is why I find it completely disingenuous for KJP to say, Oh, 77% of Americans say he's too old. Why, too old? Look at everything he's done. No, no, no. We're not going to look back. First of all, I don't know that he's done any of that. All the stuff she talks about in this clip with Jake Tapper, all the stuff she talks about is stuff that other people could have done. 
for him, right? Like he, Tapper, thankfully, pushed back a little bit on her nonsense. I'm talking about his age and his stamina and his ability to do the job, and you're talking about the record. And I understand why you'd rather talk about the record, but I'm talking about what Americans see when they turn on the TV and they see, you know, Joe Biden's been in politics since before, literally since before you were born. And like he's, he's... Well, let's talk about this. as we all do. Let's talk about this. And you all talked about this back when we were uh, when we were when we were uh, marking the one year uh, anniversary, right, the, uh, of of the war in Ukraine, the unprovoked war by Russia. Mm. What did the president do? He went to Kiev, and he was there with the with the alarms blaring in the back, <laughs> and people were so impressed that he was able to be there and oh, look strong and so represent uh, represent the Amer- the American people in Kiev uh, in a war zone. Ooh. Country. Yes. And that's what you saw. Yes. Right? I think he's not able to walk. No, but no, but saying. you're saying you're talking about his strength, right? You're talking about how he's looking right now. He's that is, but, yeah, I think like the average but, American male but, only but, lives to be 77 or something. But here's the thing, Jake. People saw him and were impressed that he was no, they able weren't. to do that, that he was able to be there no. and okay. present the American people. Look, Wrong. The president says this all the time. Watch mm. him. Right? Watch him. Watch him. And watch he, uh, he, I've, I've, they are watching him. That's what I'm saying. No, no, that's no, no. this 77% who are concerned. No, no, no. But I've I've had conversations with some of your colleagues in the White House press corps when we travel abroad. How Bootlicks. it is hard for us to keep up what? with this president, uh, who is constantly, constantly working every day to get things done and making sure that we are delivering for the American people. And that's what. And I think that's what matters. I get no. it. I get what you're asking me. No, you the don't. record matters too, Jake. What he's been able to do, no other president has been able to do. If you look at his legislative so record, y- and y- that matters. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter because you're lying and everybody knows you're lying when you say stupid crap like, oh, Joe Biden. It is hard for us to keep up with this president. Well, then you need to eat your Wheaties, girlfriend, because this guy stumbles and bumbles around, falls off bikes, trips over sandbags, mumbles. And it's not his stuttering problem. It's infuriating. How he is allowed to skate on questions that would keep common liberal, I was going to say liberal commentators, but I repeat myself, would keep them up with round the clock criticism of a Republican president who had all the things that are fair questions to be answered. You remember when they wanted to get rid of Trump for the 25th Amendment that he like was gingerly walking down a metal staircase when it was slippery. Oh, he's in it. He's incapable of serving. The dilemma for Democrats is who's in the on deck circle for Joe Biden. And we will hit that at the top of the next hour. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.